This episode of the show is brought to you by Berto's Pizza on Lake Street. Quality pizza since 1963 because they got great cheese. And now, and with the Life is Sacker podcast with your hosts, me, Babby Cicerelli, and this guy, Mancuso. Ciao, Bobby. What's new, my friend? Nothing, bro. What's up? Have you been keeping track with the professional leagues in Europe? Not really. I mean, I've been crazy busy at work. So I haven't had too much time, but I saw that Liverpool's been losing a couple games lately. They've been stumbling a little bit the last two, three games, yeah. Good. Why? You don't like Liverpool now? No, you know what? I'm fine with Liverpool. It's just the fans, not even the fans, just one fan in particular that's been getting on my nerve for the past, I don't know, year and a half. Every tweet, everything is about Liverpool. Well, they won the Champions League, their first place in the EPL, of course. It's going to be happy, no? No, we're not talking about a normal Liverpool fan. I get it. They won everything there is to win lately, so it's fine. We're talking about a fair weather fan. I can't stand fair weather. Are you sure he's a fair weather fan? I'm positive. I've known this guy since high school. He never even played soccer in his life. I mean, that's fine because I know plenty of people that have never played the game and they know plenty more about soccer than me, especially EPL, Serie A, whatever. It's fine if you never played the game. Just be honest about it, okay? What's he not being honest about? We were kind of friendly in high school. And back then, the guy used to bash the game of soccer altogether. This guy was a football player, quote-unquote. Freshman B. Never touched the field. Then I see him after high school. All of a sudden, he's a hardcore Juventus fan. Oh, I can't stand Juventus. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Then he decides in his 30s that he's a lifelong Real Madrid fan. In his 30s. Real Madrid? And now this guy's singing, you'll never walk alone in my face. Lifelong Liverpool fan? Like I don't have a memory? This guy's on Facebook with his kids all dressed up in red. All of a sudden? Get out of here. You can't do that. No, you cannot do that. I know a guy who changed from Juventus to Milan in his mid-20s. What? Yes, he was the biggest Juventus fan, and all of a sudden he switched to Milan. Oh, that's impossible. That's just stupid. No, you cannot do that. The guy's got no integrity. I mean, that's worse than cheating on your wife. It's worse. Yeah, it's worse. You cannot change a team when you're 25. Do I know this guy? Yeah, you know who it is, and I'll tell you off the air, and when I tell you, you're going to say, yeah, I believe it, for sure. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. We we can't say his name, right? No, it's better if we don't even say his name. Yeah, yeah, I know who the guy is anyway. He's an idiot. Totally idiot. For me, in my opinion, you have until you're 10 years old to choose the team. And then that's it, you're locked in. Let me tell you something. You can change your friends. You could change your underwear. You could change your sexual orientation. You could change your wife. But you cannot change teams. All right? That's sacred. No question, Bobby. So this guy, who is now he's a Liverpool fan, he used to play football in high school? The guy played freshman B. How good was he? The freshman have a B team? Oh, God, you Italians. There's, there's, in high school, there's like 190 kids that try out for football because it's a popularity contest. The problem is there's only two positions that count in high school. If you're not the quarterback or the running back, maybe the wide receiver, then you're just riding coattails, bro. They're just riding coattails for those 
two, three positions that are actually working their ass off. I'm not going to lie. It's not easy to play football if you're a quarterback or a running back. Those guys get their asses kicked. It's not an easy game for them. But the other guys, I'm sorry. I know I'm being a little controversial, but Jesus Christ, they're just riding coattails. But there are 50 positions in football. You're telling me there's two that are important? In high school, there's two positions, maybe three, maybe a linebacker on defense, maybe. But that's it. Everybody else is riding coattails. I'm not talking about college or NFL. Those guys are all monsters, all right, by then. But in high school, quarterback, running back, maybe the linebacker, and maybe a wide receiver, okay? Four positions, that's about it. Everybody else, they're on the team to get chicks. That's all. Why? If you are on the football team, you get girls? That's how it used to be in my day. Now with the millennials, everything's changed. But in my day, you joined the football team because you thought you could be popular. The varsity guys will wear jerseys on game day, and everyone will look at them like they were cool. And what about being a soccer player? It wasn't cool to be a soccer player? Back then? Soccer? Soccer was in high school? Soccer was a joke. Are you kidding me? Where have you been? I was in Italy. Oh, yeah. No, soccer was not cool. Especially when I was a freshman, it was not cool at all. I had to pave the roads. All right, by the time I was a senior, I made, I mean, I'm not the only one, but I was one of the guys that made soccer something. I mean, I still got my picture in the goddamn wall up there, and that's something I'm a little bit proud of. (laughs) You have the picture on the high school wall? The wall of fame, yeah. I'm a little proud of it, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's something to, to be <laughs> that's something to be proud of. The Hall of Fame wall. All state? You don't think I should be proud of it? High school soccer. That's all. You got all state. What does it even mean, all state? It means that I was one of the best players in the state of Illinois. And that includes Chicago, a big metropolis. Oh, excuse me. I did not realize that you're such a good player. All state. Whatever, man, Cuso. It wasn't that easy to get all state in high school, okay? So I'm a little bit proud of it. Sorry. Screw you. Ma, you are very touchy about this subject, huh? I ain't touchy about anything. Can I see this big picture? Do whatever you want. You can't miss it. You walk into the school and it's right there. That's how big the goddamn poster. It's a poster. Oh, ma, now you're exaggeration. No exaggeration. It's huge, okay? It's huge. Every... Three weeks, I get a text from somebody taking a picture of the goddamn poster and sending it to me like it's the first time I ever seen the goddamn thing. And you know what? There's a sense of pride. Every time someone sends it to me, I'm proud of myself, all right? And there's nothing wrong with that. How about the football players? They get the pictures too? A couple. A couple football players. But my poster's huge. Bigger than the football players? Most of the football players got all conference. They didn't get all state. If they got all state, they got a poster my size. But most of those guys, they weren't good enough to get all state. All state's not easy to get, all right? I don't care what sport you're in. It ain't easy to get. There's only a few people. It's few and far between how many people got all state. And I'm one of them. Okay, okay. From now on, we're going to change your name to Bobby Allstate Cicerelli. Fine. That's fine. You are okay with that? It's your call. If you want to do that, that's fine. I was all state in high school. I'm proud of it, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, Bobby. It's just sad that my kids can't enjoy the fun of high school soccer. 
Yeah, because the academy doesn't allow it. So you said about that? Yeah, it sucks. It's two months out of the year. You don't think that the academies could pause for two months so that the kids could play high school soccer, enjoy themselves a little, gain some popularity in the school, meet some new and interesting friends, and maybe win the state championship for their high school? You don't think that's a source of pride for the kids? I saw a couple of high school games, though, Bobby. It's not very good soccer being played over there, man. That ain't the point. Or maybe actually that is the point. It's two months out of the year. You're taking these academy kids out of their comfort zone where they're used to playing with other academy kids at their level. You're putting them with players that aren't as good as them. So now they got to be the tap dag. And a lot of these academy players, they haven't been the tap dag in years. So they got to get used to being the man again. You know how much these kids could learn in two months? Yes, but the U.S. soccer think if these academy kids go and play high school, they're going to get all the bad habits. What bad habits? And they're going to forget how to play the right way. Like a one touch, two touch, the way they play in the academy. Please. If you play over there a couple of weeks and then you lose everything. Come on. That's what they think. They're going to lose all their skills in two months. That's the problem with U.S. soccer in a nutshell. They got their hands in everything. What? When I was a kid, I was on one of the best travel soccer teams in the state of Illinois, let alone the damn country. Oh, God. But when I went to high school, my team was subpar at best, and I knew that going in. So my mindset was to take the team to the next level by myself. High school made a man out of me. High school made a man out of you. That's right. Most of my friends and the Addison Arrows went to one high school, and I went to the other. So when I came in freshman year, I was determined to make diversity and make a name for myself at this new school. And let me tell you something. My freshman year, I started every game on varsity. And that's another source of pride. Ma, what is this podcast episode? To relive your high school memory? I ain't reliving anything, asshole. I have a point. And so when are you going to make your point? The point is that when you go to high school, you're taken out of your comfort zone. You're playing with a bunch of new kids that you don't know. Some of them may be good. Some of them may be crap. And you got to figure out how to deal with it. Because remember something. I ain't a loser. So I don't care if I got a bunch of invalids in a team. I'm going to win the goddamn game. If I got to do it by myself, I got to do it by myself. Okay. And nowadays, with these academy kids, they don't know how to put the team on their shoulders and win the goddamn game by themselves. Because they're used to a bunch of superstars next to them. They don't know how to be leaders. They don't know how to be leaders at all. They just rely on the guy next to them to get the jab done. 11 role players and no leader. And high school is going to make them a leader? They don't have a choice. They could either be a leader or a loser. They have to step up. You can learn a lot about a kid when they're put in that predicament. Man, that's true, Bobby. I, I didn't think about that. But you're right. How about your kids? Do they want to play high school? My oldest son's 15 years old. He's a freshman. And that's all he talks about is that he wants to go play high school soccer. For two months out of the year, I don't blame the kid. He wants a little bit of popularity. He wants people to know who he is, to know his name. Uh, so he's just doing it for the popularity. Oh, God. Do you hear yourself? Are we having a conversation or am I talking to the goddamn wall? He doesn't want it just for popularity. He wants to make a name for himself. Is there something wrong with that? He wants his picture on the wall like his father. I don't know if he wants his picture on the wall, pal, but there's a reason they got a Hall of Fame wall, 
It's so that kids can strive. You ever heard of the word strive? Trying to make something yourself? All right. They see my picture on the wall and they want to be me. And there ain't nothing wrong with that, all right? They want to be Bobby Cesarelli. Step trying to make a mockery of my achievement. You were in Italy. You don't know nothing about American sports. Ma, I played Division One soccer here in the United States. What are you talking about? I don't know nothing. When I was in high school, there was no academy system. So all the best kids played high school. Depending on where you lived, you either had a great team or a crap team. I was given an average team at best. So I was forced, even as a freshman, to step up and be a man. And I took that challenge in stride. And there's a lot of kids in the academy that could learn something from playing with subpar talent. Including your son, including my son. Matt, I understand what you're saying now, Bobby. Because sometimes I see my kid, he got the ball and he passed it. And instead, if he take the shot... Maybe he's going to score the goal, but he gets nervous and he, instead he do the easy option and pass the ball to another player who's a very good too. There you go. And if the player next to him wasn't that talented, your son would say, screw that, I'm not passing it to that guy. I'm going to take that goddamn shot. I'm going to take a chance. All right? So now he's going to take more chances at the high school level because he knows he's the man. And who's going to yell at him? This guy? This guy? So he's going to take the ball, and he's going to take a shot and goal. Son of a bitch, you're right, man. I know I'm right. These academies, all they're worrying about is playing the right way. And sometimes playing the right way is the wrong way. Let me explain. I know what you're saying. Let me explain. Okay. Before my kid went to the academy, he was on a travel team. He was the most selfish little kid I've ever seen on the soccer field. He took chances... He took the ball and went towards the net because he knew that if he didn't score, the team probably wouldn't score. So he took way, way, way more chances than he probably should have. Then he goes to the academy and he gets yelled at by the academy coach twice. And all of a sudden he's playing two-touch soccer for the rest of his goddamn life. The kid can't even take a shot on goal anymore. Yes, and now they're totally afraid to take the chances. I used to beg my son to pass the ball every now and then back then. Now, I'm yelling, take that goddamn shot. Take a chance. Make a name for yourself. Separate yourself from the rest of the academy players. But no. They are all programmed. They're all programmed like soldiers. Nobody thinks for themselves anymore. That's a huge problem. We've been talking about this for years now, me and you. And if you let these kids play two months of high school soccer, there's a goddamn chance that they might... Get themselves out of their shell and take a couple more chances. Would that be so bad for the academy? I mean, you watch an academy game, it's 2-1, to 1-0. One, one you watch a high school soccer game, 5-4, 8-2. Is there something wrong with scoring goals? You watch an academy game, the movement of the ball is very beautiful, very good. But like you said, at the three-quarters of the field, they don't know what the hell to do. They don't know how to go and score the goal. On their own. Nobody. Put them on a team for two months where they're the man, where they're the most important player of the team, and you'll see the difference. And it's natural. They'll do it themselves. They won't need anyone teaching them how to do it. They'll see, if I don't shoot, we're not going to score. So, boom, they'll take the chances on their own. Man, you started to convince me that maybe it's uh, not a bad idea to put them in high school soccer. I mean, look at these academies when they play the adult teams. You know, the U18s in the Metro League. What are those games? 0-0, zero, 
1-1. They're all talented. All these academy players are talented. No one can get a goddamn goal on them. They're fast as lightning. They're in shape. They're talented. But you put them in front of the goal, they can't score a goddamn goal. 0-0 zero, zero is all the games. I used to hate to play those academy teams, but we never lost because you're right. 0-0 zero, zero every time. These kids are like a net. They don't let you get by them. But they, you know they're not going to score a goal. They don't know how to take chances. Unless it's right in front of them, unless it's an open net, they're not going to take a chance. They don't want to get yelled at, and that's a big, big, big problem. You have to take the chances, or you're never going to make it. Bottom line. Put them in high school, and they'll do it naturally, and their own. This ain't racket science. Oh, that's what's so nice about the Mexican youth leagues. Those coaches, they encourage the players to take chances. Those Mexicans know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. My kids, they still ask me now, after all these years, if they can play in those Mexican leagues. Those leagues are fascinating. I noticed some things about that those leagues that I wanted to actually bring up during the podcast. Go ahead. Well, all these Mexican teams, they all got stuff in common. That's what I noticed. Like, on the boys' teams, there's always one girl on the team. She's usually a defender. You ever notice that? Oh, my God. There's at least one, I don't want to say, there's a big, there's at least one big boned individual on the team. Let's just put it that way. Oh, Jesus. There's one kid that's always like four years older than everybody else. There's always one kid that's way too young for the team. Usually the coach's son. Or like someone's younger brother. Now what are you saying? There's one or two or three studs on each team. No, not always. The jerseys, they're always the same color, but they're always mismatched. Matusi shame. What? There's at least one nickname on the back of the jerseys, like El Loco or Churro or El Flaco or El Raton. You ever notice that? It's not every team. Come on. There's at least one kid there with highlights in his hair, blonde. Stop. Some of the parents are bringing instruments to the game. One of the teams brought a full mariachi band. U9, B Division, Championship. Is it necessary? Ma, stop. Bobby, don't be silly. What? Ma, these things you said, that's kind of offensive, you know? What the hell is so offensive about what I'm saying? I ain't saying nothing offensive. I'm just saying stuff I noticed in those Mexican leagues, that's all. There's nothing offensive about it. Yeah, but you have to be a little bit more politically correct, no? For what reason do I have to be politically correct? We're talking about Mexican Soccer League. You think there's any political correctness going on at a Mexican Soccer League? The way the parents are yelling at each other, the churros flying around everywhere. What's the big deal? Ma, what does churros have to do with anything? Dude, we're just having fun, man. Grow up. My point is, okay, in those Mexican leagues, they are encouraged the kids to shoot from everywhere, to take more chances. They shoot from a field everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. It's encouraged. And when you encourage someone to do that, they gain an advantage. There was an athletic trainer from Europe, one of these EPL teams. I'm not going to name a name, but one of those EPL teams. He came here and he watched the Mexican League. He said that was the best thing he saw in America. The Mexican Soccer League in Chicago. They probably don't even have anything like that in England. They don't. They don't. He said it was amazing to see because the kids, they're going so hard. 
they love it on their own. No one has to tell them. The academies here are discouraging you from playing in those leagues. I know, it's stupid. They get it all wrong over here, man. Ma, they don't have it all wrong. They're just taking advantage of us. They're robbing us a three, four grand a year. Acting like your kid's getting better at soccer because of them. They're just getting older. Of course they're going to get better. They keep playing soccer. They could be doing that in the park districts at the travel levels. It doesn't matter. Nah, now you're being a little bit silly, Bobby. Yeah, okay. Bobby, you need to calm down a little bit. Your blood pressure's going through the roof, man. Calm down. Do a couple of those breathing exercises that I told you to do. Breathing exercises are going to help me? You think so? They're robbing four grand a year out of me? At least? And you think I'm going to do a couple breath works? Let me keep some of my money. That'll help me. Do some hot yoga. Go stare at some women's butts. And everything is going to be okay. Dude, I love hot yoga. Ma, you love it for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, for all the wrong reasons, yeah. Ma, you got any good uh, parent stories? Soccer parent stories? Eh, They're all crazy like me. But honestly, I think I'm crazier than everybody else. Oh, yeah? How? Well, I don't know how you are, but when I meet the parents of a really good soccer player, I size them up, up and down. You size up the parents? Yeah, the parents. I size them up. I try to figure out if I can take them in a soccer game or in a fight one-on-one. Do you do that? Well, well, I would love to tell you that I don't, but I would be lying because every time I see... No, I do that. Everybody does it, bro. If you say you don't do it, then you're lying, either to yourself or to everybody else. I know, but people don't want to admit it. I size everybody up. I size up the dads, then I take a look at the moms for other reasons. Then I try to figure out how the dad got with the mom, if the mom's too good looking for the dad, if the dad's too good looking for the mom. I do all this. I size them all up. I try to figure out if I could take the guy on in a fight one-on-one or in a soccer game one-on-one. But I do that to everybody. That's just how I am. I would love to tell you that I don't do that, but I do, honestly. I think it's normal. We're human beings, bro. And I mean, you and me, we're ultra competitive. So we're always sizing everybody up. It's normal. Okay, good, good. At least you're admitting it. I didn't think you'd admit it. So it's nice that you're admitting it. Because yeah, it is normal. And for sure, everybody does it. It's human. And there ain't nothing wrong with it. That's why I like talking to you, Bobby. Because you bring up things that uh, maybe they're socially not acceptable. But in reality, you have to talk about this stuff too. Pretty soon it ain't going to be socially acceptable to be a human being anymore. You got to be script. Everything's on a script. Dude, let's snap the script. Cut the shit and stop being fake. And I'm talking to all the soccer parents out there that say hello to you and they're really nice to you. And then they turn around and badmouth your kid to everybody else. Like I don't, it's like it doesn't come back to me. Be honest with yourself. If you don't like me, if you don't like my kid, don't talk to me. Don't say hello. Now, what are you talking about? You have a specific? No, you know what? Nothing specific. I'm just getting a little ahead of myself. I'm, I'm getting a little crazy right now. I don't know why. I got my blood pressure so freaking high. I don't know what's going on with me. Look, after the show, just go t- take a 15 minutes, go in a dark room, close your eyes, maybe take a nap, and calm down. 
this episode you've been very, very out of control, in my opinion. I don't take naps. I go to bed at night, like a man. Oh, because a man don't take naps, huh? Lions don't take naps. Lions eat. What are you talking about? Lions sleep 22 hours a day. Yeah, but when they're up, they eat. Ma, go take a nap, man. You know what? After this podcast, I'm going to go to my old high school. I'm going to take a good look at myself at the, in the Hall of Fame. That'll probably calm my nerves a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Good idea, Bobby. Good idea. Bobby, Allstate, uh, Cesarelli. You wish you were Allstate, bro. Yes, Bobby. That's my dream, to be Allstate in high school. All right, let's close up the podcast. I'm going to my high school. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the show. Thank you guys for listening to the Life is Soccer podcast with me, Mancuso, and Bobby Allstate Cicerelli. I love it. I love the sound of that. Thank you, everybody. Ciao. Subscribe to the show.